Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Black Pond. My name is Terry Toop, and today's show is titled Welcome Back. Not like Welcome Back Harlem, but you know, welcome back, students. Welcome back to high school students. Welcome to the school year. We're going to get started, and today's show, we're going to talk about the top laptops for high school students for the upcoming school year. We're going to go to a different range of different laptops. I know everybody likes a laptop or a tablet, but most of the time, you know, excuse me, uh, the tablets are not what they are. They're beneficial and helpful, but to have a laptop, you know, you got Wi-Fi connection with the tablets, but you can't do so many things with a tablet compared to a laptop. Okay, so we'll get into the aspect of using the laptops. And we're going to talk about some of the models that are being rated by testers, editors, and uh, various uh, publications like CNET, uh, Tom's Guide, PC Mag, uh, those type of uh, publications. So we'll get into that. And then we'll talk about my weekend, which was kind of good with decent weather. And uh, we'll get into that. And, you know, we're going to talk about that. So I hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. And I uh, know what we're going to do. We're going to do a deep crescendo on the music. And we're going to start talking, all right? So let's do this. All right, all right ladies and gentlemen. All right. Hey, it's great to be back again. Uh, it was a Sunday afternoon at 1232. The weather by far was great this weekend. No one got burned up and it wasn't too hot like it has been. Like I felt like the earth was burning up last week for the last few days. And then we had a crazy rainstorm that occurred. I think it was Wednesday. I was supposed to go out of town, never made it. But it rained so hard that you know, some of the stores in D.C. are showing that half a foot to a foot of rain will were actually inside stores, you know what I mean? And it was ridiculous. So thank God it cooled off a lot. And, and I'm telling you, Friday night was by far the best night. I sat outside, listened to music, and the weather was so nice and cool and refreshing, and it felt great. And I'm going to talk about what I did yesterday. So I went to the Hop de Grace Color Museum uh, Wine and Jazz Festival in Hop de Grace, Maryland, which is, as some of you don't know, it's about an hour, I'd say about 50 minutes an hour outside of Baltimore. And it's up 95, like you're going towards New York. And it's off the exit 150, exit 74, 155. And it sits, Hop de Grace sits where the Susquehanna and the Chesapeake Bay look come together and it's beautiful. It really is off the beaten path. It's not anywhere, you know, it's not near Baltimore. It's not near DC, uh, any other city. It's just off this beaten path and you got to find it to get to it. And I, I guess it's like a little hidden charm. I first started going there last year. I went to a jazz, they have jazz festival, jazz and blues festivals every year here, but I went, last year to the they have like a playhouse an old school type of um playhouse it's got a stage and everything and 
I saw um, a group perform there, and they're really good. And we're going to talk about him too. So yesterday's benefit, if you don't mind, um, I'm going to talk about it real quickly. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it was yesterday. It was the Harvard Grace Colored Museum and Cultural Center. It was a fifth annual wine and jazz festival. It was phenomenal. The music was great. And it was, you know, bringing chairs, blankets. You need a blanket because you could burn up in a blanket, <laughs> to be honest. But it was, the weather was just picture perfect. It sat right on the Susquehanna, where it says the Susquehanna and Chesapeake Bay. And they actually had a, a water lock. So they had a museum, and behind it was the actual water lock. So if some of you don't know what a water lock is, say, for instance, you're traveling in this passageway, and you need to get up to a certain point. So what happens is you open these gates, and it lifts your, your boat that you have. It's going to lift you up to that certain point, you, and then you go through. And then sometimes you need to get down lower, it will, um, you could, let's see, how do you do it? Open the gates, water comes up, close the gates, the water comes down. So that's how, that's how this works. This was an actual, like the Erie Canal, but on a smaller scale. So the lady was uh, demonstrating it to me how it worked, but it's only a small version of the Erie Canal. Erie Canal goes all the way from Albany to Buffalo, and that's quite a few miles. This one, she said it only went, more than about 60 miles not even that far but it was interesting to see that and it was right behind the building the lock and it goes right out the channel goes out to the chesapeake so that was fun so i'm going to read a little something from the foundation so the harvard grace colored school so it was a segregated school of course the harvard grace uh, school museum and cultural center incorporated devout devoted to the documentation of African-American life, history, and culture in Hartford County, Maryland, which is northern. It's not that far from Delaware. Okay. The 110-year-old colored school provides an opportunity for those who are interested in African-American culture to explore and revel in this history through exhibits and historical displays. It helps all Americans see how their stories, their histories, their cultures are shaped and informed by national influences. It explores a cultural and civil content context, excuse me, in many aspects of American life while displaying how American values like resiliency and optimism are reflected in African-American history and culture. In keeping with its 110-year-old history, the former college school continues to serve as a gathering place for community to hold meetings and special events. So what they're trying to do is they want to uh, secure a place in history with the school because it was a segregated school, but it's still open, but they're looking for donations to keep it renovated, keep the upkeep and everything. So if you're interested in doing this, I will give you the email address and it said no amount is too small. So any donation you, you, you have will be greatly appreciated. I made a donation yesterday, you know, just being at the, the festival. And so, if you want to make a donation, please make checks payable to HDGCSMCC, which is the Harv de Grace Colored School. And the uh, you can make your checks to though to the to that group. And the address is 555 Alliance Street, 
Hop to Grace, Maryland, 21078. Or you can call, which is 398-6133 uh, for additional um, details. Or they have an email address. It's uh, School at gmail.com. So it's just a little piece of history that you wanted, if you want, if you're interested. I think it was a great thing to to dwell upon because, uh, you know, African-Americans as myself, you know, we weren't allowed to back in the day, we couldn't go to school with white people because, you know, separate but equal. And now it's, it's coming to that. Now I'm not a social person, but I think education needs to be with everyone. Okay. So this was a part of history and yesterday's benefit content that they have was really, really good. I'm going to get into that in a minute. And <clears throat> it's real important to preserve our history. So if you're interested in that information, and if you missed it, just send me an email, uh, terrytoot at gmail.com, and I have the information you can send to them. Or go to their website, just Google Harvard Grace Colored uh, Museum, and you'll have all the information there for you, okay? And we're going to talk about some of the artists that performed yesterday. The, the last act that came on, her name was Kayla Waters. Uh, she's from Hartford County. And she's an award-winning urban jazz pianist, chart-topping recording artist, composer, producer, and music director. After signing a multi-album deal with Trippin' Rhythm, which is a offshoot from, it's a Sony company. Kayla made Billboard history by becoming the fe first female pianist and composer to reign atop the charts at number one for six consecutive weeks. So I never heard of her before. I'm being honest, people. And she's like a... Um, very technical artist that I heard yesterday. She, she's really, really technical. You could tell in the music, it was um, fusion jazz. That's exactly what it is. Like a Pat Metheny, uh, the Yellow Jackets, that's how she sounded. So it's okay, okay. It was my first time hearing her. The other artist I was performing, um, her name was Chandra in the Rise Band. Uh, she was doing jazz, but mostly R&B. Uh, her music selection ranged from Billie Holiday to Sarah Vaughan and Mary J. Blige. And she said, oh, soulful singing, people dancing. She was okay. Okay. Uh, some of her stuff was a little bit, um, the theatrics were kind of were necessary. Uh, her show in the beginning was kind of dry, but towards the end, people were dancing, which was appreciative. She was doing some house music. And that's rare. That's not easy to do house music live. And she did a very good job of that. Now, this guy right here, Saxo Rose, his real name is Antonio Hancock. I met him last year when I first went to the jazz festival, uh, blues and jazz festival in Harvard Grace. <clears throat> Excuse me, everybody. Uh, he calls himself Saxo Rose. He's a saxophone player. And when I saw him last year, he was playing a white Stratocaster guitar, and he was unbelievably talented. If you go to YouTube, look for him. His name is Saxo Rose, S-A-X-L Rose. His real name is Antonio Hancock. I'm going to read you a little bio on him. So Antonio Hancock, professionally known as Saxo Rose, is a multi instrumentalist, producer, recording artist, and international toy musician. He's from Harvey Grace. Uh, he's recorded and performed with numerous mainstream artists, 
fans, including uh, Wiz Khalifa, Chris Brown, Paramore, JoJo, Bobby Valentino, Neck Deep, and more. All I got to say, he put he was the first act. I don't know why they did that. You got a guy from Hob the Grace. You should have put him last. But anyway, he put on one of the best shows of not a headline, let's say, jazz musician, like say a Herbie Hancock. He put on a phenomenal show. And to top it off, his best friend was the drummer and music director. His father was singing. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. He did Frankie Beverly before I let go. Oh, everybody was up there. Earth Wind and Fire songs. Uh he oh wow, it was a phenomenal. He out the door, he came out, bam, hit you in the mouth. And he was phenomenal. <clears throat> I'm still trying to figure out why they put him uh first, but I guess they want to draw people in. And he did a hell of a job of driving and bringing people into the show. Like I said, it's set behind the Susquehanna River in the Bay, Chesapeake Bay. But the music was so uplifting. Unbelievable. Best show I saw this summer. Unbelievable. He put on a saxo roll to get a chance. Go to YouTube. Pull him up. He is equally and talented as... Oh, my God. He plays tenor saxophone, alto saxophone, and Stratocast guitar. He's unbelievably talented. I, I'm going to post some pictures up later on of me and him yesterday. I took pictures with him. He's in the top of it off. He is a generally a human being, ultra, ultra nice guy. So if you get a chance, I'm going to post pictures up later of me and him yesterday. And unbelievable. Talented, a talented, really, really talented guy. I hope he gets a major, major recording contract because he definitely deserves This is two years in a row I saw him perform. And I'm going to see him again September 24th. Uh, they're having a seafood festival and he's performing there so if you get a chance people if you're locally in the maryland between um, maryland dc virginia take a ride up there to hop the grace and check out mr saxo rolls if you can't check him out on youtube he's got a video out there he's unbelievably talented i saw him last year uh uh a grover washington song mr magic uh, unbelievable talented he sounds so good so if you get a chance check him out all right so enough of that <laughs> that was my weekend ladies and gentlemen as you could tell i enjoyed myself the weather was just picture perfect and you couldn't go wrong okay so let's get started on laptops so people think why are you talking about laptops all the time terry too so the reason why i talk about them because they're easy to carry the more they're no more than three, three, four pounds. The heavier laptop, or more uh, the gamer type, because it has more, it has more, um, it has more specs. It has more hardware that's that's built into the machines. Okay, but most of them are less than three pounds. Okay, no more. And the reason why I talk about it because they're easy to carry. All you do is put in your knapsack, boom. Or if you have a uh, Laptop app, boom, you put it in there. So say, friends, you go to, uh, let's see, the coffee place. Um, not Dunkin' Donuts, but um, I can't think of it on the top of my head. But anyway, Starbucks. If you go to Starbucks, you use your Wi-Fi, which I try to regret telling people to do. But if you go in there, you're just chilling out. Uh, Panera has one. I know they used to have them at the bookstores. 
when they were around, they had Wi-Fi connection. But the laptops are very convenient to have because once you connect to the Wi-Fi, you're able to, you know, if you need to download stuff from certain sites or you're working on certain papers or anything like that. So they're very convenient and very, some of them are very robust. They have a lot of power in them. You know, you have like mine, I have 32 gigs of RAM on mine. And then my other laptop, I got 24 gigs of RAM. You have big hard drives, solid state drives. Some of them, well, let me take that back. I have a Lenovo that's still running a SATA drive, but my MSI, I do have solid state drive. Okay. It's a big difference. You have Wi-Fi connection. You have a USB ports on here. You have HDMI. So if you want to connect a monitor to it, you have that. But they're very convenient to have. And they, you can do more work on them, let's say, compared to a iPad or my Samsung tablet or, you know, you name it. It's just more convenient and they're able to do more work than to say the high-end uh, tablets, okay? So that's why I recommend. I remember back in the day, <clears throat> they used to have the optical drive on there. Now they're building laptops without optical drive. But now you have the aspect of, say, for instance, hey, I need that app or I need that uh, software. So, you know, you pay the price put a software, you download it, and you're good to go, okay? Not only is it taking away their optical drive, but it makes things a little bit easier because you can save that software that you just downloaded. So you can also do it on your tablets, but I think you have more power on the laptops, okay? So like I said, this is not my rating. This is ratings from CNET, PC Mag these publications and these are the laptops they rate for the upcoming high school students for the 2022-2023. So the best overall machine that they're rating and they're talking about is the Dell XPS 13. We talked about that last week, this machine, but this one is rated the best. I think the last one we just talked about last week, I think it was the uh, HP Envy. This is the XPS 13, and the price on this is going to run you about $1,300, okay? It comes in an Alpine white with a gold chassis, um, strong performance, good battery. It's got the 4K OLED. That's the, the, the system that they have on the TVs now, and especially Samsung and Sony, I think. And you have a Windows support and full Thunderbolt 3 USB port, so you have power in those USB ports, okay? What they're saying, the reason why not to buy it is because it's very pricey and the webcam is not that good, okay? That's a lot of things. If you're doing conference calls or if you're doing um, webcam uh, conferences, you want to be able to see, make sure that you have a good webcam and they're rating for that kind of money, that's not good for Dell. But the other f fact is the specs in here are rated very highly. So I'll just read a little something that they have to say. The Dell XPS is an entry-level product in the XPS line of premium laptops, but it's an ideal match for students looking to take advantage of capable hardware to help with their studies. Okay. 
And it says picking the best laptop before heading to back to school in 2021 doesn't have to be yet another chore on a list of things to get done. Um, like they're saying that you got, you know, you got 120 gigs solid state to, you know, 256. I think you can go 512. Two terabytes, excuse me, two terabyte. So that's pretty good. You have full high definition display with barely any bezels, which can be bumped to 4K. You know, it goes on and on and on and on and talking about, hey, how good this is. The keyboard is likely what would be used the most, and this is probably the laptop's weak spot. So they're not rating the keyboard very good, okay? So, but what they're saying overall, you get a super portable laptop, gorgeous display, excellent performance, uh, coupled with that with improved battery and expanded capacity. So it's, you know, they're saying it's the best overall laptop. Like I said, I'm not the person that's testing these. I'm just guy that's, I'm the messenger, just giving you information that they have put out here on the internet and that's it, okay? The next one is the HP RL13. This is gonna uh, sell for $800, $799, dollars people. Uh, the reason to buy it is great battery life, excellent port selection, incredibly light, and it comes with an AMD Ryzen chip processor. So it's not Intel, it is a AMD. Now, AMD is starting to get really, really good. Everybody's like, oh, no, AMD's garbage. No, AMD is stepping up their game, and they are really doing it. Uh, precision touchpad, and... The reason it's saying to avoid it because it doesn't have any Thunderbolt 3 on the USB ports. So that's something to consider because you want those ports to be active and good speed. Okay. So what they're saying is that HP works some seriously dark magic with the Pavilion Arrow 3. It's on the name Arrow. It is very light, is what you're saying. So, like I was telling you before, the laptops are lighter now. They're coming out thin and lighter. Um, throwing an 8 gig of RAM, 256 for storing all your files, you're into a student winner here. So, what you're saying is this, this is a computer that'll be good for, you know, high school uh, students coming in. Okay. And they're saying that if you want to really boost this thing up, you, want, you might want to upgrade the AMD Ryzen CPU. And, you know, like I said, the 512 uh, solid state drive on here. And it's a lighter machine. It's got a 43 watt uh, battery. And it comes with a USB C port and a video, out, video output and USB A port and HDMI 2.0. So, you know, not bad, not bad at all. So, yeah, so check that out. The next one is the Surface Laptop 4 from Microsoft. And this one's selling for $749. So you had the option of either using the Intel or AMD chip on here. And... Uh, decent battery performance is good. Decent battery, uh, keyboard, trackpad, audio, you know, typical Windows tap machine. Um, it's got a 15 inch model 
and the fan is very quiet. So what they're saying here to avoid it, there are cheaper models out here. Port selection is very limited. So the tap, the surface tablets are very limited on the ports. Okay. So what they're saying is here is uh, the 13.5 inch notebook chassis holds a touch display with a 2256 by uh, 15.4 resolution, which is really good, believe it or not. I hate to say that. Um, what else? Um, you can either get the 11th generation Intel processor or an AMD processor, 4000 series for uh, real good performance, okay? And you can add up to 30 gigs of DDR4 RAM, one terabyte. And what else we got here? You have a USB-A port 3.0, USB-C, Surface Connect, and 3.5 audio jack on there. So you can plug that in there and you're good to go. The battery lasts 14 hours, which is really good, okay? And you have the Hello series on here from uh, Windows. Um, the Palmer's are covered in Alcantara fabric, which is that kind of gritty little fabric, but not upgradable. That's what they're saying here. But it says in other form. Anyway, huh. So when you get this configured, that's it. That's what they're saying. You can't upgrade. You cannot upgrade. So when you get it configured, you want 16 gigs of RAM or 24 gigs of RAM, that's it. Okay, that's it. You're not going to be able to do it like you have with your other more practical laptops because you're not able to upgrade the RAM. You, when you get it configured, you make sure that's exactly the RAM you want in there. Okay. The next uh, item we're going to talk about is the Microsoft Surface Pro 10. This one retails for $949. And what they're saying here, same thing, outstanding hardware design. It's got 4G LTE. Um, that's the transmission coming in to the connect, uh, your transmission that you have to connect, okay? And it's upgradable, uh, solid state drive, 10 hour battery life, it's not bad, okay? <clears throat> Slim pen and keyboard are super clever. Excellent audio display and typing. Uh, what they're saying is bad for gaming. No Dolby Vision or anti-glare, so you're going to get that glare, which is really crappy. And it only has a seven-hour battery life, so that's something to consider. So the battery life is not that good. Once you get a charge, you're fine. But to have it, it's only seven hours, so you got to be cognizant of that. Okay, so what they're saying here in the Microsoft Pro 10 is the company's first attempt at creating a dedicated LTE long-term. Yeah, so that's um, the LTE long-term evolution. That's basically what it is, okay? Uh, sporting 4G, this tablet is a 2-1, packs a punch, allowing you to get work done and no matter where you're located. Uh, there's no need to stay hooked up to the outlet so long. You don't have... You won't be working more than seven hours with the same battery life is pretty crappy. Okay. Uh, there's no Intel CPU here. Still, it's uh, more than enough for uh, portable use. So for that kind of money, I don't think I will buy this. Okay. It's all about the portability. That's basically what they're saying. Hey, I got something that's portable. I got some decent specs. That's it. 
for that kind of money? No. <laughs> All right, next one is the Razor Blade 15. The base model on this is $1,400, okay? In this case, you got 4K. Now, we talked about 4K. 4K, it's beautiful. You have it on some of your cable TV stations. But some of the companies were lying to you, telling that they're doing 8K, which they know damn well they couldn't do it. Unless you live in Japan and you have an HK television service. That's the only place I know of in the world you can get that, okay? Insane gaming performance, slim, premium build. Uh, decent port selection, enormous precision touchpad. It is expensive. It's a game tab uh, laptop, so it's gonna be it's gonna be, it's all tricked out. So you know you're gonna pay. Also, it runs hot. So another thing too, when you having these game these big time uh, gaming laptops or desktops, it's gonna be tricked out, but they're gonna run really hot because you got all these peripherals running all at the same time and sometimes their fans are not running properly to cool it so it's going to be warm okay so what they're saying is it's very expensive and hot so just keep that in the back of your mind if you are interested in uh the laptop the razor laptop just just be cognizant of that you know the heat and the price of it okay and the most budget-friendly laptop we have here is the Inspiron 15 Model 3000. It retails for $249. You're saying to yourself, hold on. You just told me other machines are like $800 to $1,000. I'm going to tell you why this is cheaper. It's affordable. It runs an Intel CPU, so it's not a Intel per se uh i5 i7 i9 it's just a basic intel celeron process if you have any so be cognizant of that that you're not going to be able to do certain things some graphics some you know videos and stuff like that because you don't have the power to do it okay and also has a fingerprint fingerprint reader so Laptops I have one upstairs, same thing. Read your uh, biometrics from your finger, boom, you're logged in, okay? So what they're saying, reason to avoid lackluster performance, and that's obvious. you got a Celeron. You're not going to get the best, okay? I'm sorry to say that, Intel. I would even, I would decommission running. I understand there's that market that people can't afford them, but to run an Intel Celeron processor on a computer, Twice, you'd be better off getting a tablet, a high-end tablet, because that's not going to help. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is underpowered due to price, but it's really not. It depends on how much you're willing to spend. You can run the Intel Core i7 processor, so it depends on what your budget is. If you want to spend money to get an i5, i7 processor, do it. Don't get an i3. I, I3, you might as well say you mess with an Intel Celeron. So I wouldn't even do that. i5 is going to give you performance and it's going to give you that quality, uh, provided you have decent RAM where you can work efficiently. Okay. 
So you had the option of having the, the 8 gigs of RAM installed and 120 gig uh, solid state drive on there. Okay. And a 15.6 screen. That's really nice. That's a big screen. So what they're saying, the performance is not going to blow you away. But if you're under that price range, $250, $300, this is the way to go. If you're looking for performance, you have to spend the extra money, you know, an i5, i7 processor and run in solid state. They're all going to run solid state. But you got if you want that power, i5, i7, I'd recommend i3 is garbage. Okay. The best two-in-one, according to Tom's Guide, CNET, and PC Mag, is the Microsoft Surface Pro 7. This retails for $689, okay? It comes with a USB uh, 3.1 port that replaced the mini display port, 4K screen, okay? a USB-A and a micro SD card reader, which is really important. I have it, like I tell you before, I have a Lenovo. It doesn't have an SD port on it. For the money I spent, it doesn't have one, okay? On the on my MSI, let me see if it has it. Let's see, I'm gonna peek on the other side. So it does have a card reader, uh, SD reader. Okay, this one has an SD reader, the MSI, so. That's a good thing. I didn't even know that before, people. Yeah, because I'll show you how, how clueless I am on my own machines. <laughs> okay. So uh, it has it, what they call it, instant on, meaning it's ready to go as soon as you need it. Can't go wrong with that, people. Okay. So, like they're saying, it's got a 10th uh, generation Intel core processor, and it's got 16 gigs of RAM to start. That's pretty good. Okay. And in a one terabyte cell state drive. That's why the price is a little high on here. And they're saying here the Pro 7 keeps cool under low. You can expect about eight hours of battery life with an i5 processor. And the camera's included for Windows Hello. So that's like their tutor, you could say. All right. So what they're saying here, out of all the laptops we talked about, they're still saying that the XPS 13 by Dell is rated the best laptop for high, for high school students for 2022, uh, 2023, okay? But the same thing, gorgeous design, solid performance, reliability and makes it fit for purpose at school and this is what they're saying. These are what these, you know, people that test is that take these machines and run it through a gamut of, you know, testing to make sure that, hey, we're going to rate this. We're going to rate it our way that's efficient for uh, for students in the fall. So, like I said, the XPS 13 has been rated the best laptop um, for 2022. It's a very expensive machine for $1,300. You could get anything. You can get a cheaper Dell Inspiron or a Latitude. You know, you can get HP is a cheaper. Okay, I'm not a big fan of HP because they're very proprietary. And who else? The MSI. Hell, you can get MSI cheaper than some of those Dells. Okay. The chips run better. You know, you still got the chips coming from Taiwan. Okay. 
and the specs on them are very good. So if I was going to spend that kind of money, ladies and gentlemen, I would say, hey, I need this, okay? I'm going to spend a little money, but I'm not going to go over the top. $1,300 is a lot for a freshman, especially, okay? <clears throat> That's a lot of money, but, you know, the upcoming school year is coming up. If you can't afford the laptop, uh, a, a tablet could do, like I said before, you got to buy you got to buy a, a keyboard for it and you you got to buy a stylus and like i said laptops are great cuz you got you open it up you got your keyboard everything's right here you got your ports you got the usb c usb a i mean you got all the ports and majority of the laptops that are on the market do come with hdmi ports on here okay and you no know, like i said i just want to say good luck to our upcoming uh people students for 20 22 23 this uh high school students i wish you all the luck in the world and i hope you do good in school especially you seniors uh you know make sure you have your mind made up on what you want to major in if you go on to go to college for 2023 2024 and if you need guidance reach out to your guidance counselor your dean your mom and dad and let them know what your choices are, okay? And, you know, like I said, some of you guys are going to be, some of you students are going to be seniors. School year is going to fly right by. It really is. And another thing, too, you young guys that are athletic, like, that play sports, um, I recommend, hey, I definitely a laptop for you guys because some of you students, athletes that are being recruited by major universities, it's always good to keep it uh, abreast of other students other universities and deciding hey i want to go here to learn and play let's say basketball football baseball wrestling you know so it's best to uh, have an open idea and deciding what you want to do okay but other than that ladies and gentlemen that is the end of our show i just want to say a thank you to bunty and chocolate cake um, hey these are the names out here i just want to say thank you so much for listening to the show i'm going to respond back to them and say hey thank you say thank you for listening i really do appreciate it and listen i want to thank all you guys that you know that are out here today and it's a beautiful day here in Maryland. I'm in Maryland, ladies and gentlemen. And it's, like I said, the weather's been so unbelievably hot. Like, really, really hot. And I just want to say thank you once again to Bunty and Chocolate Cake to listen to my show. I appreciate it. Listen, and I don't know if you heard my um, opening show, opening portion of the show about the Harvard Grace Colored Museum and Cultural Center. Just Google that. If you want to make a donation, it'd be great. I mean, it's, 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 I don't know who you are, well, Chocolate Cake and Bunty, but if you want to hear something, uh, some history about the colored school in Harvard Grace, like I said, it's a small little hamlet off 95, off the beaten path. Check that out and check out the school. And 
you'll learn something from there. But once again, I just want to say thank you to the people that are on. Thank you very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Trust me. I am so appreciative for uh, having my listeners on here. And at this time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say goodbye. And we will talk next week. I don't know what day we're going to uh, talk. It's either going to be Saturday or Sunday. We'll figure it out. But like I said, I really do appreciate you listening. And I want you to know to keep forward, keep reaching for the stars of Donnie, uh, the DJ here in, here in D.C. He used to be on video saw on BET. Um, Donnie Simpson. And like I said, keep reaching for the stars and keep moving. And don't let anybody get in your way on your future endeavors. All right? So on that note, we are going to end the show. And before I go, let's do this. Let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say thank you once again. And it's a pleasure to have someone listening. You know, I'm not the, you know, who's a, who's a big time guys out there on TV. I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. means a lot. Uh, people that want to hear my voice, I don't have the greatest announcer voice like Walter Cronkite or Dan Rather or whoever the national guys are on TV nowadays. And I just want to say thank you again. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, good luck, be well, and I will hear from you next week. So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. Be good.